0: And today we are headed back down to Southwest Oregon, where we'll be exploring all there is to see and do along the Lower Rogue River. And Jamie, for those who might not be super familiar with Oregon geography, where exactly is the Lower Rogue and what makes it so special?
1: The full Rogue River, Jim, runs about 215 miles from its source up in Crater Lake or just around Crater Lake all the way down to the Pacific Ocean. The lower Rogue is considered sort of that final stretch of river, which runs about 84 miles between Grants Pass and Gold Beach. And that entire 84-mile stretch is officially designated as a wild and scenic river, which means it has additional environmental protections. Um There are some wilderness areas there. Um, where you can, you know, uh, obviously get away from it all a little bit more. You know, in addition to all of the really uh, great natural beauty, it's actually got a pretty rich history there as well. So the Talawa Denis and Takelma people, as well as the Cow Creek Band of the Umpqua tribe and the Confederated Tribes of Siletz Indians, all claim the Lower Rogue as their ancestral homeland. Now, French fur trappers, when they first came through there in like the 1820s, I want to say, called these indigenous people uh Les, Co-con- Les Coquian. Oh my God, Jim, my French pronunciation
0: is not on par. Um, I mean, you did great with a lot of, uh, other difficult pronunciations. It's,
1: yeah, it's like that coquillon, uh, coquillon. I'm, I'm sorry, French speakers. I'm butchering this, but that, that word basically means, um, scoundrels or rascals. Um, apparently because <laughs> of the resistance okay, that those indigenous people put up Against the white settlers who were descending upon their home. Um, so the river was named La Riviera au Cocon, which was later translated into Rogue River to give you a, uh, very detailed history lesson about the lower Rogue River.
0: I was gonna say, when I prompted you on that, I was not expecting this dive <laughs> here. Uh, no river pun intended. I mean, that was, that was fantastic, complete with, uh, good pronunciation, maybe poor French, uh, yeah. but that's okay. Yeah uh that's okay not a big deal fascinating history actually and you know you wonder how a name like the rogue kind of this this hardcore uh fun name geez how did it get the name of the rogue you know you would think uh you you could wager a guess that it's like oh because it has lots of rapids and it's kind of a rough river um little little did we know uh how it actually got its meaning so Very cool. Um, Thank you for the history lesson. And uh, of course, Jamie, all that is to say these days, the river is probably best known for all of its recreation opportunities, right? So we're talking rafting, backpacking, mountain biking, hiking, uh, jet boats, Jamie, uh, Mm -hmm. kayaking, Mm -hmm. the whole nine yards. So there is tons we could cover here and tons we will cover. But Take your pick. Where do you want to start here?
1: Jim, I, I always like to start with, um, you know, the opportunities to explore the river by trail. And the best place to do that is, of course, is the Rogue River Trail
0: itself, yes, which is sir. just a phenomenal place. Mm-hmm. You have told me a lot about this. We've actually referenced this more than referenced. We have talked about the Rogue River Trail on a previous episode of the podcast, I believe, with our colleague Shane dixon Cavanaugh if uh, if I'm not mistaken, Jamie. That's right. Yeah, that was a gosh, a long time ago. I think long time ago. We've been doing this podcast for a good while now. Um, yeah. But man, th- this is a a, a unique trail. Um, goes right along the river, and uh, Jamie has all of these cool places to stay, in addition to camping as well.
1: Yeah. So it's a forty mile trail that is good for backpacking. It's also um, used by um, rafters, kayakers, people who are traveling down the river by boat. Um, and there's also several lodges along the river where you can do a lodge to lodge experience if you so desire. Or some people combine literally all of those ways to do it. And they have themselves a boating, backpacking, lodge bonanza, um, which is a really cool <laughs> way to experience the outdoors in in Oregon. Um, I, I backpacked it once. It was actually my first backpacking trip I ever did. Um, cool. Did a little solo trip down the Rogue River Trail and had just a wonderful time. It's just a beautiful place. Um, just with incredible views of the river the entire way
0: all right so so jamie this has to have a, a particularly special place in kind of your outdoor memory box if you will let's mm-hmm. picture you keeping this little like wooden box in your closet with all your outdoor memories anyway bad visual but no it's really sweet i like that that's a really well, sweet visual yeah uh, fine memory visual, box. good visual yeah um for folks maybe who have not been along the Rogue, uh, put us there. G- give us a little description, some visual. What does it look, feel like uh, to to hike this trail or to be kind of in this river ecosystem?
1: Well, they talk about it being uh, wild and scenic, and, and those words are really, really applicable to the Rogue itself. I mean, it it is a... Um, sort of a steep canyon in there. So you've got um, this sort of steep forested canyon. It's not super deep. Um, you know, it's not like Hell's Canyon or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You have just that classic Oregon forest you see down there in the southwest part of our state. Um, you know, there are some good rapids on the river. There's some um, great small waterfalls you might see pouring off from um, the cliffs alongside it. Um, You know, a lot of open areas where you get lots of sun and little places to sort of tuck away into the trees with little trickling creeks coming off and feeding into the river itself. It's
0: a really, really magical spot. Sounds magical. Sounds like a lot of fun. And of course, if backpacking isn't your flavor, there is plenty of day hiking to be done, both on the Rogue River Trail itself and near the mouth of the river on other trails.
1: Yeah, you can technically day hike the Rogue. Uh, if you are, you know, coming in, say, by jet boat to the Paradise Lodge, you can do some day hiking there, or there, there's an option to drive in to a trailhead that's kind of around the middle. Of the trail and day hiking from there. I did that once, but I, I mm-hmm. have to say it is a long and not super pleasant drive to get there. So not the best way. Sure. So for those who want to do just like some quick day hikes and just, you know, go up the up river on the Rogue a little bit. There are two really nice, small, short easy trails that are pretty close to the mouth of the river there at Gold Beach. Um I did these earlier this spring. Um the Myrtle Tree Trail features the largest myrtle tree in Oregon, which is super cool. Okay. And there's the Francis Schrader Old Growth Trail, which is a little interpretive trail that has some nice old growth um and you know some of those classic little interpretive signs that tell you about the forest ecology and those sorts of things. So a couple of nice spots if you want to just check out what the nature looks like in that area.
0: Opportunities for high adventure abound in this area, you know, probably best known for its river sports. But for folks who want to get out on two wheels, uh, a little mountain biking, uh, the Lower Rogue River Trail, Jamie, uh, I've clicked on the link you uh, put in our planning document here, and we're talking 12 and a half miles, a lot of up, a lot of down, a difficult trail, uh, for folks rated as Black Diamond on the, uh, the site that we're referencing here, but an option for those of us who, uh, like to get out on two wheels here.
1: Yeah, you know, and this is also another option for people if mountain biking seems like it's going to be too difficult for this, you can yeah. check out the Lower Rogue River Trail just by foot. Um, I went and did that um, again over this last spring and it's not, you know, it's not quite like the the main Rogue River Trail. There aren't a lot of like river views. It's pretty much just all forest. So it's not a, a great destination if you're looking for that sort of thing. But if you just want to get out somewhere quiet where there's not going to be a lot of people, save maybe the, you know, uh, mountain bike uh, passing you um, as they're trying to mm-hmm. cross this brutal trail. Um, You know, it's a good spot to really get away from everything.
0: I like that, Jamie. But of course, the kind of most attractive, most well-known, uh, perhaps, uh, feature of the region is the river itself and traveling down it by raft or kayak. Uh, Jamie, have you, uh, on the Rogue or elsewhere, done any whitewater rafting by any chance? I've done a little bit of whitewater rafting in my little time. Bit. Um, little it's bit. not my favorite activity, just sure. p-
1: speaking personally. Sure,
0: you're allowed to um, not love
1: it. But, you know, it's uh, this is if you are into paddling of any kind, um, the Rogue River is an excellent spot to do it. And there are a ton of outfitters that will take you down the Rogue um, on, you know, some multi day excursions um, or what have you. So, um, really, really cool spot to do that. Super cool spot.
0: I uh, I've had some uh, you know fascination recently with white water rafting. It, you know, is something I think maybe I've done twice uh, in my life, and you know, have opted have decided that it's probably not the right thing for me to do right now. I'm coming off a, a an ankle injury that uh, probably would not sit well with kind of having to wedge my feet um, in the boat and keep myself upright and whatnot, but. I, I don't know what for whatever reason th- this summer I've had whitewater fantasies. Mm. Uh, so perhaps next year,
1: if you will. I like that, Jim. That that that's a, a cool uh, outdoors fantasy to have. I mean, and it's it's a, a great great opportunity to get out on the water. I love boats in general, so it, it, you know I I love the idea of getting out there on the open water. And as I, I hiked the Rogue River Trail, I saw lots of people um, who were kayaking, rafting down the river. Um, look like just a super fun time.
0: I bet. And, and to be clear, kayaking, we're talking, Jamie, I'd assume this is whitewater kayaking. This isn't like (laughs) you and I are going out for like a casual Willamette river paddle here. This is uh hardcore stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, it's, it's not the most hardcore in the Northwest, but it it is something it's not flat water, right? Um, this is, this is definitely kayaking where, you know, you, you need to know what you're doing and have the right gear and equipment and all of that stuff.
0: And our, our folks, maybe I'm venturing beyond, uh, you know, what, you know, specifically about the way these folks travel the river, but are they packing all of their overnight stuff in their kayak and going from there? You know, I've seen that
1: with the rafts specifically. Yeah. I've seen mostly rafts on there and you'll see, you yeah. know, yeah, the yeah. tour with, you know, you got all your stuff just strapped on and, you know, you got your, your tour guide in the back with the two big long oars. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I definitely, it is definitely one of these places where, um, you know, you are doing these great overnight excursions. Yeah. And what a lot of people do is they, they do, they raft down to one of the lodges, stay overnight there and continue their way down the river. Um, so for those who aren't into camping, but who are into paddling, that's a really cool option too.
0: I mean, that sounds great. Honestly, I mean, th- there is, of course, a magic and I know you love it and I love it of setting up camp, uh, y- you know, having that experience. But there's also something special, uh, though I've never done this specifically about going into the wilderness and then being able to end your day at like a relatively plush establishment. You know, you're sleeping on some form of mattress, I assume you're getting food either prepared for you or otherwise available. Um, Like that is primo accommodation, uh, especially after a long, probably sweaty, probably hot day. It is.
1: You know, having having had that experience backpacking, it was super nice. <laughs> it's just bet. so, so luxurious.
0: I bet it, it's not taken much to sell me on that. Uh, I'm big <laughs> into like the idea of you hear, you know, like in, in Europe, a lot about like hut to hut kind of backpacking mm-hmm. or ski touring or something like that. And the infrastructure for that uh, is not nearly equivalent in the United States, uh, you know, that that's much less common. And, uh, well, of course uh, I wouldn't change the way our wilderness is set up, uh, you know, set up wilderness, I suppose, but I, I wouldn't want, you know, hundreds of cabins strewn about our, our wilderness areas. It's pretty cool. Uh, when you have an opportunity to, uh, to stay in one like that, stay in one of those cabins. So would love to, uh, check that out someday.
1: Yeah, for sure, Jim. And, you know, as we're talking about ways to travel the Rogue River by water, mm-hmm. we got to mention, of course, the jet boats. Oh, yeah. Which is just a really cool um, experience. Um, you know, it's not for everyone, of course. Uh, jet boats tend to be loud and fast and, you know, a little uncomfortable after a couple hours. Uh, but it's, you know, it's such a unique way to go experience the river. Um, so there's um, uh, Jerry's Rogue Jets, which operates out of Gold Beach, runs these jet boats, and you can go down there and get, you know, a couple hour tour upriver. They go as far as Paradise Lodge. So what a lot of people like to do is get the jet boat up to Paradise Lodge, stay the night, and jet boat back down the next day. Um, of course, you can just do a nice little, you know, one day in the jet boat and uh, see the river that way. But it's, it's a really cool way to see a bunch of the river in a you
0: know, relatively short period of time. Very cool, Jamie. I would check that out. Uh, I'm not as much for the motorized travel uh, options, but I, I would try that. I did it the one
1: time, and it was it was a really cool experience. But you know, again, it's 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 not for everyone. Um, one one final way that we want to mention about visiting the Rogue River, of course, is the old good old fashioned American road trip. Yep. Uh, you can get in your car and take a nice scenic drive um, on the roads that lead alongside the Rogue on this section. So one of my favorite things to do is to come in from the eastern side. So from I-5 and go along Galice Road, which uh, goes by a town of the same name and um, goes past this really, really beautiful spot called Hellgate Canyon, where there's this really nice sort of uh, bridge leading over the river in this beautiful canyon, some viewpoints you can stop off and get some pictures. It's just a really, really nice spot. And uh, if you're coming, of course, from the ocean, you can come in from Gold Beach and take a uh, good old Jerry's Flat Road, um, which leads along the river from the West End. And there's also a place called Agnes Road, which kind of goes up to the town of Agnes, where there are a bunch of lodges situated. And, you know, again, more scenic places to stop off, take a picture, um, spend a day on the river, uh, a lot of places to do that.
0: Jamie, All sounds good. Any of these options here, whether by bike, car, raft, kayak, or of course on foot, plenty uh, to do and see down along the Rogue. Now, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about where to stay as you're exploring the Lower Rogue River. All right, folks, we are back. We are talking about adventuring along the lower Rogue River. Say that 10 times fast, if you will. Um, Jamie, we've talked about the lodges, and I've gushed about how cool this sounds, but uh, that's the obvious starting point here. Can you give us a little bit of some of the specifics as to what folks should expect uh, before booking a night in one of these fine establishments.
1: Well, I'll I'll speak to the one that I have stayed at personally, um, sure. and that is the Paradise Lodge, which is right there on the river in that kind of wild and scenic stretch in the wilderness there. It is um, a spot that had they've got lodge rooms. They have um, separate cabins that are outside. Uh, they serve you breakfast, lunch, and dinner um, at the lodge itself. Yeah. They, so they're, they're cooking on site. They have lots of uh, areas to, you know, if you want to play like volleyball, they've got that. They've got uh, the trail. The Rogue River Trail runs right through the property. So you can go off and day hike those sections if you want or continue backpacking on your way. It is just a really cool spot. Um, and uh, f- fun fact, it was a, a spot visited by our own former first lady, Laura Bush, hmm. uh, who uh, apparently did a rafting camping trip that um, also included a stay at the Uh, Paradise Lodge. So. You know, there you have it. If good enough for Laura Bush, it's good enough, I think, for any of us. <laughs> I think for
0: the remainder of us, it'll be just fine.
1: Just fine. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's a great option there. I love the Paradise Lodge. I've stayed there a couple times and it's just a super, super cool spot. Um, there's also the, um, Tutu Tun Lodge, which I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that exactly correctly. Um, but that is a little bit farther downriver, closer to Gold Beach, and it's got a great reputation. I just haven't stayed there and can't quite vouch for it myself, but, Again, you're looking at something that is a little bit more of a luxurious sleeping situation than sleeping on the ground, of course. Hmm. Um and it's it's again it's right there on the river, so um a really nice spot to go out there and just soak in some of that natural beauty.
0: Love to hear that, Jamie. Um of course we uh we should note too, there's several options around Agnes, the town you referenced before the break. And of course, Campgrounds galore, right? Uh, we're talking. I, I think, Jamie, you had wrote there are three Forest Service, U.S. Forest Service sites uh, on the river itself, right? We've got mm-hmm. Lobster Creek, Foster Bar, and then we're gonna test my pronunciation here. <laughs> Quositana? That looks right to me. Do you have right any idea if I'm if I'm s- pronouncing that correctly? That's how I would have said it. All right, yeah. fair, fair, fair. And all of this is of course in addition to dispersed camping along the Rogue River Trail. Jamie, w- you, when you backpacked the trail, you dispersed camped for two nights and then one one night in a lodge, correct? That's how you did it.
1: And then I did uh, a final night I did, I did four nights total. So my fourth night was back out um dispersed camping again. Got it. Um and that was I think a fun way to do it. Got my rest and relaxation in the lodge and then had one more night back out there. Um, and Jim, you know, we mentioned these, these campgrounds, these are all also places that double as good day use sites. So if you were looking to just pull up to, you know, sort of um, to one of these rocky beaches along the lower rogue and just maybe go fishing or just sit out there and sunbathe places like Lobster Creek, Foster Bar are great places to do that too.
0: Gotta love it. That all goes without saying, Jamie, for folks uh, traveling, maybe uh, in an RV or something like that, uh, there are. RV parks, uh, you know, available for folks, uh, especially near Gold Beach, um, hotels galore. You know, you've got lodging in Gold Beach, Grants Pass, and of course, the small towns along the river. If you're looking for a little bit more of your own space. I don't know, Jamie, if you have any specific recommendations, but it seems like you're probably not going to go wrong.
1: No. And I mean, Gold Beach and Grants Pass are also... Both really cool small towns. Mm-hmm. Um, I love spending time in, in both of those towns. So you can find um, restaurants. You can find beaches, of course, and Gold Beach, ocean beaches. Um, Grants Pass is a really good wine scene. Um, there's all kinds of stuff. One of my favorite little restaurants on the coast is called Barnacle Bistro. And Ooh. I highly recommend to stop at Barnacle Bistro if you are going through Gold Beach
0: all right jamie uh i'm gonna put you on the spot what is uh the one should we be getting sandwiches should we be getting a salad should we, what, what what's uh on tap at the bistro that you uh gotta have if you're coming through uh,
1: i mean all kinds of stuff last time i had a, a fried fish sandwich that was really really good um they said they do salads which are good too they do burgers um they do like all kinds of stuff that's a little bit different and they're also pouring uh some beer from arch rock brewing which is just a tiny little brewery there in gold beach but it is an award-winning brewery and um they do some great stuff so if you are a you know a hophead. Definitely check out Arch Rock Brewing. Um, You can find it there, all their stuff there at Barnacle Bistro.
0: Cool, cool, my man. I feel like I'm exhausted just with all of the different options (laughs) we laid out here. There is so much going on. I mean, truly, if you are an outdoorsy person and you can't find something that you enjoy in this neck of the woods, uh, I think, needless to say, I've got questions.
1: <laughs> What's great about the lower Rogue too is even if you're not that much of an outdoorsy person, you can say drive down to Gold Beach, um, you know, take a jet boat tour up the river or you can drive up to one of the lodges and spend some time in luxury just looking outside your window mm-hmm. at the beautiful scenery.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, y- you could uh, you know, the uh the youngsters on a family trip could go set off and do some rafting, uh maybe we could. Some of the folks who are are not as adventuresome could hop on a, a jet boat. Uh, those who don't want to partake at all could uh, go sightsee. Uh, you know, along the river, go to a couple of viewpoints, and uh, maybe go grab a brew at the brewery you referenced. So,
1: exactly,
0: not a lack of options here, to say the least. Exactly. Yeah, the, the point is that the Lower
1: Rogue is just a, a really... Po- I mean, it's jam-packed in this episode because there's so much to do there. Totally. Uh, it's a place to go where you can find whatever you're looking for. You can find it there in the Lower Rogue.
0: Well, Jamie, no better way to end it than that. So, folks, until next time here on the show, you can watch our videos on the Oregonians YouTube channel, follow us on Instagram at Peak Northwest, and view all of our travel and outdoors coverage on OregonLive.com slash travel. Please leave us a rating or review if you enjoy the show. And if you want to support this podcast and our local journalism, please consider a subscription to Oregon Live. You can find details, of course, at OregonLive.com slash pod support. This episode of the show was produced by me, Jim Ryan, alongside Jamie Hale and Andrew Thien. Stay safe and happy travels,
1: everyone. Until next time, we leave you with this 10 seconds of Zen.